Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Pre-Market Prep. All right. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Hope you all had a great weekend. And we got we got some things to discuss today. But I, 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 I swear, I was talking with the guys. I'm, I'm like this close to just saying screw it with everything and just putting all my money on some stupid Shiba Inu coin or something like that because the FOMO is real. How was your weekend? Excellent. 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 Did you see the Michigan-Penn State game? I saw the ending of it. Which yes, was, was yes, yes. Map. No. Just a great weekend all around. Uh, just Michigan basketball won too. It was just very cold out, but still got outside, did some fun stuff. How about you? Uh, it was, I mean, you and I both, I feel like you and I are on the same haircut cycle. This is not the first time. It is this, this second or third time that you and I have gotten haircuts in the same weekend. I think we're on the same cycle. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so. All right. So this, uh, the new routine is kind of throwing me off a little sorry, bit. So sorry, 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 sorry. Is that what I'm supposed to do now? I'm supposed to do the quick rundown? Yeah, go for it. Uh, strong close on Friday, strong after hours action up 13 handles, 91 and a quarter. What we're going to be out thinking about today is 94 and a quarter. That's the whole time closing high. Looks like we got a good shot of taking that out. Uh, crude down a buck 17, 79.62 under 80 bucks. Wow. Uh, gold down 250, 1866.10. Silver going the same way down a dime at, uh, 24, 25, 25. Bitcoin just won't get out of that 60 handle, uh, up 1680 at 65,915. And Ethereum up $92.50 at $47.79 and a quarter. Is uh, Triple D still lurking around? Did he get a haircut also? Oh, yeah. No, look, but... at my hair, look at my haircut. It's beautiful. <laughs> can I Can I make I'm a comment? I'm definitely on the same haircut cycle as you guys. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> can, can I make a few comments? I haven't been in a hair. Like to get my hair cut in two years, just the wife kind of clips her around a little bit every once in a while. She thinks we, she's we an amateur tell. barber, so she's doing good. What do you want to tell me? What's up? Um, think about the intro. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. okay. I look great. You know, very kind <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay. She doesn't like the way I look. Spent tennis. Okay. Every beer maker in Canada is cringing. Okay. He's wearing a Coors t shirt. Did you notice that? Well, Morris Molson owns Coors. So oh, it's that's okay right. Now. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. So they're actually good. I'm Le- actually representing. A LeBat's Blue. I didn't know I was wearing a Coors t shirt. I don't even drink Coors. I was wearing a Coors t shirt. That? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if I own a Coors t shirt. No, no, it, no it, wasn't, it wasn't Coors. Yes, it is. I don't know. Dude, I think it was Sleeman. I, I don't want to play it again to find out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should. I don't know, Dennis. Get a collar. Look, I look shirt at how nice my shirt is today. It's a little pocket tee. That's kind of fancy. And it's it's got no wrinkles. It's, There's it's no beer. beer shirt. I actually, yeah, I probably need to shave. I probably I, do I, need a haircut. Probably. I hear a part of the well, uh, you know the new things with Benzinga's. There's gonna be a dress code, Dennis. That's what I heard. I know suits. Eh? I yeah. don't even own a suit, so there you're gonna have to ship me a suit. <laughs> At least All the right. top. I'll go like Mark Haynes always did. You know, you got the suit and the tie on the top, and then you got the jogging pants on the bottom. That's the way I'll be. That's, so. every, that's every weatherman in America. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, let's let's take doing? us back to Elon Musk. What what did Elon Musk do this weekend? I see stock uh, down. No, he actually bucks. he actually just tweeted again. He's been going at Bernie Sanders all weekend for some reason. But uh, yeah, to your point, Dennis, what you're referring to is he sold a little bit more on sure. Friday night. Uh, yeah. He he sold or not Friday night. He sold it on Friday, but the filing hit on Friday night. He sold uh uh blah, 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 another one point two million. Shares at an average price of ten twenty nine sixty seven. Um, We've got the math going. I mean, we're we we. But yeah. I'm problem is I stopped doing the running count here. So do we know we we need the Benzinga to go do the math on how many shares he sold because we know he wants to sell seventeen million. So he had one hundred seventy one million. He said he's going to yeah, sell ten percent. So he's going to sell like seventeen mil. We're up to we're up to just under seven. Okay, so we're getting there, yeah. but there's still ten million to go. So the stock seems to go down every day because oh, they all muscled more. The gift of all gifts was two days ago when they rallied after day one, day one up to eleven hundred bucks, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's over! It's not over!" Do the grade two math. He's got a lot more stock to go, and then he sold the next day, and they rammed it, and they they keep ramming it down, and so now we're at a thousand. I will say, huge level for Tesla, nine hundred and eighty-seven dollars. That's the low from three days ago. That's the psychological marker, a thousand. It does appear that we're going to test that level here in the pre-market. We are obviously down twenty-five points at a thousand and six. It's only twenty bucks away, so we look like we want to test it. Does it bounce? It does it hold the nine eighty-seven. That's the critical level for it to hold. Or does Elon Musk selling pressure, which he will be selling more stock again? And obviously, we're looking at ten million shares more, so he's not quite halfway there. Uh, continue to put pressure on the stock. I am not. I all right. First of all, full disclosure: I still have a, a long position, and I'm not selling. Did it, you sell nor- any? Have you sold any? It's a, it's a small position. That's not, not, not anymore. Not anymore. Like, I mean, you, like can't, two you years. look at it's things and then like you go, oh, I sold it and I didn't rebuy it. Okay. This is, and I'm not buying puts on it. I think there's considerable more downside in the stock for a couple different Me and Joel, reasons. all we do is talk against our book. No, <laughs> we don't no, sell. No, we no, because <laughs> 987 is just too obvious of a number. Okay, so yeah. if I was if I was tr- short term trading in there and I was looking for a bounce, yeah, you know maybe for a bounce. But you got this nine fifty low right here, right? You got the gap to fill all the way down to nine hundred. But I think what this is doing is there's never been a really a good reason to short the stock. A lot of people have tried, but right now we talk about overhead supply. There, there is, you know, you're building up overhead supply now from everyone between a thousand and twelve fifty now, right? So there's a lot of people stuck. So even after Elon is done, there's still going to be people that are going to. There's overhead supplies uh, is building up. So fill the gap maybe at nine hundred. I am not going to figure any kind of retracements or anything. Down. Yeah, that's. Not I don't def- think you're getting there. Maybe, maybe the Elon Musk continuing Ever? sales here. No, I know. I we know long term Tesla. I think is a lot lower, long long term. Like I think mm-hmm. if you put Tesla in your long term portfolio, a thousand dollars, you're gonna look back at it one day at like five or four hundred dollars or three hundred dollars, and you'd be like, why did I do that? But I think it's still got the, the story is still hot, so it doesn't matter at all. I mean, I think we're like in 1998 for Tesla. I think we could have another year or two of going up before eventually, you know, everybody realizes, oh my gosh, everybody's doing EVs now. The world yeah, but they're going to have a bigger market share. It's all going to be Tesla, and we're all going to drive Teslas. And I'm telling you, it's all going to be all kinds of different EVs coming from everywhere. So my EV play is still Fisker. I've talked about it. I'm still long, and I haven't sold any shares at all. 
Um, it's going to have pullbacks. It's going to give you opportunities. These things do not go up in a straight line. I think Fisker eventually could be a fifty dollars stock with one car. They sell one car. Fisker? Yeah. Or they? No, have they more got more. Car. They got the ocean. And they got all kind. They, they've got more in the lineup here, and that guy's pretty smart. So okay. I, I think you're going to see like one to start production, but you're going to see more coming from Fisker. I like too. You don't know about the pair. There's the ocean, and then there's, there's the pair. Check yeah, what's the out. pair? Check that one out. Look the it up. Pair Spencer. from Fisker. Yeah, the pair. Yeah, pair is in like the fruit, not as in like there's two of them. Like the 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 yeah. Like P E A R. Fisker that's, pair. Say here, I'll pull. I'll pull up the images. Do we have images of this? Of course. We is this still a concept, or is it actually going to go into production? The Fisker here. pair. Uh, I don't actually know. I, I think it's. Oh, I, don't, it I don't know. To answer the question. pair, I see one right there. P E A R. Let's that's see. Awesome. Let's find. Uh, Give Google Images credit, or they'll yell at you. Yeah, here we can go with that one. That kind of looks like it's over the ocean. And it does a lot. No, that's the ocean. That is the ocean, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that looks like the. I don't know. Wow. I I'm a believe. You know why? That looks like sometimes a you just got to believe in the CEO. And this guy has been everywhere. He's obviously worked for a lot of autos. Auto designer. I mean, I I sometimes you just got to say, do I believe in the founder or not? I think Fisker is a smart. How do you smart like person. this guy? He's not so Elon much. Musk, but I'm not like paying so Elon much? Musk's. What What are you saying, Joel? You keeping her up? What do, What do you? Why do you like him so much? I mean, why Why do you? I've what? just seen interviews of him. The okay. guy seems like maybe you know maybe, uh, and, and obviously I've had a couple good runs of Fisker already too. So oh, comes out okay. Well, yeah, like I mean, we bought at 15 and then went to 30 in like a week, and I'm like, okay, we got to ring the register on some of that. It's came all the way back and giving us a second shot to retake it again. I think eventually you're going to see that 30 again on Fisker, but I, I, but don't chase like on, on all these stocks. You don't need to chase these things. These are longer-term plays. This isn't like a short-term day trading play for me. If it went to 30 today, well, that would be too much too fast. When they go parabolic and they go crazy, you ring the register and then you come out and you get it back. But, I mean, this has been a slow, steady climb. It's not parabolic. Do I think it's going to eventually pull back to give you an opportunity? I think you get another shot to get back in this thing, maybe even under 20. But I think you got to take that shot. I think it's still... I, I think people are going to start to realize, not just with Fisker, but you know, a lot of these EV plays. And a lot of these EV plays aren't going to work out. And Fisker is still just speculative capital. I mean, it might not work out. But at the same time, they've got the deal with Magna. They're going to start production. I like I mean, that. I do like that. Yeah. Magna's a real company. You know, what do we think? Like, you know, even look, look at Magna's chart, Joel. That kind of looks pretty good. MGA. Not saying do, you know, do you know why I don't like Magna? Why? Because uh, Frank Stronach owns the company. And he bought uh, my like favorite tank. Yeah, he bought my favorite racetrack in Detroit. And, uh, and my dad's when he bought it, my dad said, "Man, they're just going to do that. They're just buying it for the land, and they're going to sell it and close it." And they did. They did. Yeah, he owns. Um, he owns uh, Churchill Downs. He's uh, he's big into horse racing. Very big in the horse, but that stock chart looks good. But that's that's important that they got a contract with a big company. I mean, how many of the other EV companies can say that? Well, right? the, because they, they don't. The production is going to happen with Magna. So a lot of these companies have to raise money trying to figure out how to do. Think about how much struggles Tesla had with production off the hop. Think about how much money they were burning, and they're like, "Are they going to run out of cash?" Think about all those struggles there. You know that, and then you know you got to deal with Magna here, so that helps with all of that cause, but. You know, regard everybody's got their opinion. There's a million EV plays. Um, you know, there a lot of people don't like Fisker. I mean, results so far speak for themselves. Stock has done pretty good. 
Um, but, you know, it could go to zero. It could be a zero. So that's why I stay diversified, you know, and we talk about that all the time. You know, I own like, yeah. I don't know what, 80 stocks or 90 stocks, my long-term portfolio. So if that one went to zero, okay, I would lose, you know, 0.8% of my net worth. That would suck. But I mean, at the same time, you've got to have some capital oh, in, yeah, in, 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 in growth and speculative capital. So you pick your stocks. I, I don't have Tesla in the long-term portfolio for the simple reason, but I tell you, you know, people, you know, it doesn't go in my long-term portfolio, but it's in my day trading portfolio a lot. It's not in there right now. But, you know, if, would I try the 987 for a bounce? Maybe. We got to see what it does there. Does it like, does it hit it hard and bounce? You know, what does it do? Does it do the undercut and rally? Because a lot of times it go 987, they go down to 980, then get back above it and then show some life. You kind of want them when they start showing life. But the problem is when me and Elon Musk still sell 10, mil, 10 million more shares, yeah. people are trying to get ahead of that. And they keep dumping ahead of that saying he's not done yet. It will probably have its rally before he's done, though. So I don't think, like, wait until the day he's done selling and it's going to bottom that day. It will probably bottom before that. So we're in the kind of the middle of it. Is it Are you early on the trade? Maybe. It, it, it's hard to say. But we've lost 200. We lost 20%. So it's a significant Yeah, so do the math. And how much is he? It, he's not even sold half of the stake, right? Or half but, of but the, the first half is going to be the worst because there's people getting ahead of it. Now there's, you know, people short the stock. Those people are going to have to cover. There's probably people that have put the stock short on just anticipating that he's going to be selling and it's going to go down. Those people eventually got to get out too. Not saying it's going to be a huge short squeeze in Tesla. It's had a short squeeze forever. It's for short interest, probably way worth less than it was, you know, years ago. But there's some short-term traders in there playing the short side, trying to anticipate that he's selling more. And they're right. They've been correct. So I, I think you're a little early, but that level's at 987. If you wanted to try it, it's a level, you know, at least you got a level. I haven't hit it yet in the pre-market, just to give you, if you're looking, uh, actually hasn't even hit 1,000 yet, uh, pre-market low, standing at, boom, 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 boom. pre-market low is really. 1.002.50, so oh. it's about five and a half bucks up. But there's one thing, you don't necessarily have to short it, but I mean, if we could talk to people, you know, if they're attempting along, you know, just to be aware of that, you know, this is like, this is market structure. This is dynamics. There's a big seller in there, right? Yes. Do you want to get, do you want to figure out, what if he decides to sell another 10%? I don't think that's going to happen. He's kind of. I don't think. I don't know anything. But we don't know. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. We all we know is he said he's going to sell ten percent. He's going to abide by it. He's at like four percent. So there's still six percent to go. Well, so you're right. This is this is market structure. This is a big seller in the market, and it's not just him pushing it down. It's everybody else getting ahead of it, pushing it down as well. And he also he also said funding secured at four twenty. But I I I want to before we move away from this, I want to bring up this tweet that Mitch just dropped um, here in our private chat. Uh, Look at this tweet from Henrik Fisker. Okay, this is from November fourth. Okay, I just have too many things to announce. My PR team told me to wait until November seventeenth, which is in two days. But I think I will let a few things out on November sixteenth as we have a secret pre-event. For journalists coming to the LA Auto Show, reminder that LA Auto Show is Friday, so maybe news this week out of uh, I, FSR. I love being long when I have a catalyst. So I have a <laughs> yeah, catalyst all do. of a sudden. You do. What's Money Mitch think of Fisker? Money Mitch, it. are you in the background? He likes it. See there, Money Mitch. What are your thoughts on Fisker? There's a reason why I don't hit you, Dennis. It's my favorite <laughs> EV. <laughs> <laughs> I would have taken that lunch any day, but uh looks like there's no lunch there to take. Um, You're on the same side. When yeah, I when me. I say something and Mitch is like on the exact opposite, he pops in, want to do a lunch bet. 
Remember yeah. what was the one you killed you know me, me on? Like you, you know rocked me, me on that. You one. know, like you could have got him on the Disney. What was it? It was ride. It was ride. It was ride. <laughs> I, got, I got bullish on ride somehow. I did everything. I bought the rip. I did everything. Like on paper, I was buying the rip and everything. And Mitch is like, I know this is the wrong side of the train. It went straight down for like four days after that. I could tell you what day it was too. <laughs> it was uh, so. One thing I'd mentioned about October first is they are taking the Tesla model, right? How did Tesla really get big? So it focused first on U.S. construction, right, and then it started going international building uh, kind of their factories in what? Germany, in China. This is the same strategy that Fisca is coming at. It's so they're trying to use Magna to go ahead and build here and build internationally and have different places so that they don't have to worry about sending their car, their car overseas and then getting that all that tax. So that's another advantage that I'm giving Fisker. They're really being smart in that we're going to do factories here. We're going to do factories in China. Then we'll do a factory in Europe. And then we'll keep building in each one and not send our cars across seas, which is what really kills the value and the margins. Yeah, that's that, that's expensive. So The, um, the EV trade is just simply not going – like it's going to cool. It's been hot. Don't kid yourself. The EV trade's been really hot here, and maybe it starts to cool off, but – I don't believe – I think we're still somewhat in the early innings on the EV trade. And you just got to be careful because some of these stocks are going to work out and some of them aren't. I'm still long forward. You know, I still like GM, and obviously I didn't rebuy it. But it pulls back. I will get back in my General Motors. I still like all the big autos. I think they're all going to be turning it around on EV. I think we're all going to be driving electric cars. I'm still long my LAC. and know it reported earnings or at least it had some commentary or something today. Um, I'm still long LTHM. Those are pure lithium plays, obviously, yep. a bet Got on EV, one. the derivative, the thing behind the thing, uh, as Jason Rasnick likes to say. Um, and, you know, those stocks have been great. I mean, I bought L- lithium at, I think, $5. It's $31. And you LAC, sold half at 21 You sold I half. Sold half. Two, yeah, I sold half. Yeah, I often do that. I often do that when the stock doubles, I sell half, and then I'm playing with the house's money forever. It's sometimes a mistake, but it makes me feel more comfortable in some of these positions. Fisker was basically the same thing. It doubled, and I was like, okay, I've been, but then he's got silly. So I sold it all. Okay, 20 minutes it, so. on Tesla and EVs. Come on, what's yeah. next? Well, on that's the all there is to talk about. Well, we do a lot of things. We, we, we just had an M&A deal get announced. Uh, What's going uh, on in the spook? Dennis, what are you doing over there? Are you leaning on the buy button or something? Are we ripping? Yeah. Yeah, he has his elbow just on Oops. the buy button. Yeah. <laughs> Fat elbow. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Casper, guys, Casper Sleep, which only IPO'd in uh February of last year, uh, is going private now. Um, oh, really? They don't like their stock price. This is a bit of a <laughs> this is a bit of an interesting one. So they IPO'd at a market cap or a valuation of around five hundred million dollars. They're at about a hundred fifty million dollar market cap right now, and now they're being acquired for. Uh, six dollars and ninety cents a share, which puts them at that's actually a nice, healthy premium. So that puts them at what a three hundred million dollar market cap. I, I I don't think I've ever traded the stock, Casper. Wow, look at this PRPL. Well, too. when they're a hundred million dollar company, they don't hit my filters very often. So I don't, I don't it? I don't think I've ever traded the stock. Look at these. Look at this uh, purple innovations. This is a, I mean, this thing's What's getting that one doing? it's getting laid out. It's the same. I mean, it's another mattress. What do company. they do? I don't even know what purple it's, does. It's the same idea. 
it, it, it's mattress in a box is what it is. I think people are figuring everyone bought a new bed during the pandemic that. and no one, you know, now people are going to be going to Airbnb and Marriott and everything and they're not going to be buying new beds. I guess that's the thinking on that. Look at know. So your sympathy trade here is purple, I guess, right? Yes. Is yep. that what you're saying? Yeah. That's yes, the only sir. one. It's the only one. Yeah. We don't have care about Casper now. It's getting taken over. The Arabs will take it over 690, 682. There's no money left to be made there. If you're along it overnight, congratulations. Ring the register and move on. Purple. <laughs> Sometimes these sympathy plays pop. Uh, is it too? I don't know. It's like seven percent. That's pretty good sympathy pop already. So if you're buying a seven, are you giving up the edge already? Maybe. Uh, it, we needed to know that fifteen seven minutes ago. We could buy thirteen seventy five, and <laughs> somebody was on it. I don't know. That's just just a weird one because it, uh, it's been public for like a year and a half or, or a little more than that, and kind of a well, disaster IPO. Well, we're it, in the tail of two markets, so we've talked about this. Yeah. Like there's some stocks that are just relentlessly bid, and there's some stocks that are relentlessly sold. So I guess when you're a smaller or you're a PE firm and you're looking diamonds in the rough, and you've got you know a company that's sure. you think's worth more than 150 mil, well, let's throw some money at it, let's buy it. I mean, so, it's, also, it's also not their fault that they IPO in February of 2020. You know, like a month before. Not the best the, timing in the world. The, a month before the world shut down. Yeah, uh, not the best so, timing in the world. Right. Yeah, but people needed, I mean, people were buying. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And we're buying anything the first couple yeah, of days. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, so I just, I, I just saw that come across. But there were some other movers we have this morning. What about Hertz? Somebody said, before we go. Sure. So Hertz is officially back on the big board, eh? Yeah. Yeah, when, yeah. So when did that happen? Like five days ago, I see yeah, Hertz happened, back, happened back on the big week. board. Happened last week, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So it's back. It's back. How's yeah, kind of, how, but, how bad they got diluted. Or on, on the Hertz IPO, nice. on the Hertz IPO, they weren't actually raising. It, this is it was. This is not good, guys. They weren't raising any money. All right, they were. It, it, the money wasn't going to the company. It was going to the selling shareholders. Okay, this is not like. Wow. It, it's not a good situation. I think mm. for 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 retail investors, this is good for the people that brought this thing out of bankruptcy and are getting paid but this is not good for uh everybody i like being able to trade hertz car again i used to like pairing those stocks up so i like that that's on the big board 25 bucks you're level on htz brett's got to hold that level that's the level of all levels if that gets breached get the hell out i would say but as long as it's above that you take a shot what about car what about car it's come all the way back down a long way has it come down far enough Oh, they're know. rocking and rolling. We were look talking. how quiet that is. Wow. Yeah, you know what? I wouldn't. I, I'll say this: I would not want to be short car. Um, if it gets above, get get above Friday's or Thursday's high, I guess. Well, get two Thursday's highs in the high. same area. Yep, yeah, get above the two seventy six. I'm gonna make a run for three hundred. I don't mind the car chart here. You got to stop yourself out the low though. So the low of the move would be two forty five. It's like one. That's a thirty point stop. But I mean, that's you're out. So again. Always look when you put on a trade. Don't look how much money you're going to make. Look how much money you're willing to lose and then have your stop point. So because that's how you've got to analyze risk always. So I'm looking low of the move, 245. That's 30 point, well, 267. So I guess 22 points higher. So you'd have to hold it to that really to give it a fair shake. I don't know if I want to lose 10% on it. So I probably wouldn't take it here, but it doesn't, it doesn't set up bad. Uh, I want to move to a couple of movers this morning. Uh, yep. We we were talking before we hopped on the show this morning about Boeing. Well, not just Boeing. We talked about all, all the airline makers, but Boeing in particular because they do have a, a headline this morning and they got an order for two new seven 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 freighters. Uh, I think it was their first new order for a while in in, in quite some time. 
Uh, Airbus 2 also got some orders, I saw. But so, they can't fill them. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, but so Boeing trading higher this morning up to 228. Not a stock we discuss too much these days. Well, I, it's been sleepy, and this market yeah. has been rip-roaring. We are into, you know, this month coming up is typically, you know, run to Christmas is typically a very strong month for the markets. The S&Ps are making new highs. They're going to make new highs again here probably. Um, you've been running, and tech has been running the show here for a bit. The question is, does the show start to get run by the laggards in the next week? I think so. Uh, this could, you know, does this kickstart Boeing? It's so much memory. 230 is maybe not the stock that I'd like. Um, and the airlines have just, you know, look at AAL's move on Friday, like vomit. Um, the thing got hit really hard. Um, LUV has come down. But now you look at them and you think, could you buy the dip? Do you have, you know, some memory on some of these stocks? I, I think you could do them as trades. AAL, I would stop myself at Friday's low. LUVs come down substantially, but you're down here in your support again. You know, the cruise lines come down. I think there's still a reopening trade here. I think this rally is actually, or this sell-off is actually an opportunity to buy some of these stocks as trades. I would stop myself out on the lows of the move. CCL, for instance. And, you know, and why we're talking Boeing and I go on all these because they're all just paired up together. They're uh, they're all cut from the same cloth, obviously. 2131, the low of the move on CCL. So, Joel, I don't know. I threw a whole bunch of no, stuff. No, I agree with you. It, I, um, cruise lines, I, airlines, Boeing. I'm not buying Boeing up eight bucks, but do you buy some of the cruise lines and the airlines that, you know, have been hammered? Do they have a bounce because of Boeing today? That's my question. Yeah, I I mean, they've had good sell-offs. Did you say freighter? You said 777 freighters, though? Is that what you said? Well, they weren't yeah. passenger airplanes. Yeah, they're they're they're. Uh, that's a good move. They're freight aircraft. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good move. One thing working against the airlines and is crude is crude. It's starting to come off a little bit. Um, we've talked about the reopening trade date. These are coming into areas to support. I just kind of got the feeling that you know travel is going to be you know redefined, and maybe it's you know that's true. It, and I think maybe everyone's going to take an EV and go to an EV park or something, you know, we instead of an EV RV. Plane? I think when it's do we get different. the electric plane? Uh, we're not. That'd be know. a very long extension cord. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of feel planes, like. The clean planes. Here we are trying to make the world cleaner. The planes are the dirtiest things. I look in the sky and my, my kids, when they're my girl, little girl, and she's younger, it's like, what is that in the sky? I look at the, the, the chemical trail. The chemtrail that these planes leave. Um, when do we get the electric plane? That's what I'll invest in the electric plane. Uh, they Just don't want to run out of a charge in the sky. RYCEI is working on an electric plane. Do we do have some companies working? There's got to be somebody working on that. Yeah, we already have that. We got Jovi. Okay, well, Rolls Royce. Oh, it's it's wait, no, no, Jovi's doing the the freaking uh, like, it's, it's, it's like the Uber for the sky, right? Isn't that yeah? Jovi? It's like helicopters. Right, That's the right. first step. Right. It's, it's it's like it's air taxis. That's air taxis. Yes. Yeah. But are they electric? Yes. Uh, yeah. One hundred percent. What's the company? J- uh, it's Joby. There's a couple. There's Joby. It's J O B Y. J O B Y. And then there's another one too. Um, Did you guys see sleepy. the flying motorcycle over the weekend? What? They, there's a flying motorcycle that no. goes like. Whoa! 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 Yes. 
Google. No, I'd invest in a flying motorcycle. <laughs> Yo, what were you smoking this weekend? You <laughs> okay, this another will you guys say? Another I'm one smoking. of Joel's dreams. We were doing one of those Elon Musk creative sessions. Yeah. Okay, here we I go know again. They, I think Elon Musk probably gets some of his ideas from our show. Creative sessions, man. Good. The creative sessions. ACHR Super Spack Man saying is also right. working on uh, EV planes. AC, I wrote them both down. Wow, these stocks been killed. So nobody's on this story. <laughs> this story is hated right now. Nice. ACHR goes down every day. Yes, they're SPACs. What do you expect? Oh, they Are they were. SPACs? They uh, were. SPACs. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Yeah, they haven't had a lot of love. but some, right. some Anyways, Boeing some levels. Back. It's bid. It's uh, There's nothing on here on the dailies. I mean, there is one level to keep an eye on at uh, 228.66. That's where we're at right now. That's your October 12th high. And then 232.10. Uh, that was that would be the next level. Uh, the other thing, man, it's I mean, the whole retreat. I mean, they had problems before, right? Before the pandemic. You know, we remember everything that happened. So maybe they're getting those behind them. The high rebound has been uh, since the COVID low has been 278.57. And I think that's right around the 50% retracement of this whole move when this went from what, 450. Down to yeah, two sixty seven. You get back and you hold two sixty seven for an extended period of time. That could turn very bullish on Boeing. The monthlies are looking good too. Long ways away though. No, it's not. Not the way these markets move. Has to be there in three days. The way Why this not? Move. So do you think it can go? Do you think? Like, I don't know. Do I'm think just we saying. We have follow through here today. Here's the problem when you're buying a stock like Boeing. It's been in the gutter for so long. There's so many bag holders here. It's hard drink. to like kickstart and get it going. It, it it might it might kickstart and get going, but you know you do have a huge level at two thirty, and then you look past that. I oh, got two thirty two, and then you got bag holders at two forty. It's it's why it's so much tough to buy these stocks when they've been in the gutter this long because there's too many bag holders up top willing to sell their shares. So I'd I'd love to get talked into some of these stocks. You know, same thing with all these cruise lines, airlines. I mean, they, do they have bounce trades in them? I think they could have bounce trades, but are these things ripping, roaring, and making new highs? And these are the ones you want to long term invest in? I don't think so. So I feel like every month I get I come to this question like, oh, do I want to buy the airlines here? Like long? I kind of do sometimes too. And once a month, I, I I ask myself that question, and then the answer is usually is always no. But I, yeah. I anyway. what's the long term trend? Not your friend. Yeah, yeah. It's been that way for years. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Right, three minutes. Oh uh, uh, yeah, we had, we had a few more things before we can before go. we can bring Tim on. We can do like Dollar Tree, which is up because they got an activist uh, stake. Uh, I was in Dollar Tree. Mantle Mantle Ridge took a one point eight billion dollar stake in the company, and they are gonna unlock value. Apparently, so they say. Man, those stores are a mess. At least, well, at least... because I let my kids go wild in there. Oh, Everybody, the parent lets the kids go wild in there, too. It's like, oh, what are we going to do? Let's go to Dollar Tree and mess some stuff up. <laughs> it's awesome. You go in there. I'm like, you guys are allowed to pick out two toys each, you know? And you go in there and you walk out and it's $8. <laughs> this is awesome. The kids like it just as much as, like, if they go buy a $40 toy. They're like, my, my four-year-old's looking around like, oh, and then she trades this toy in for this toy and this toy in for this toy the whole time. Oh, I want this, too. Dollar it's tree. a new all-time like high. It's awesome. New all-time high. I guess it's going to be $2 now, right? Because we're going to the $2 tree because of inflation, but inflation. still pretty right. cheap. Right. It's a new all-time high for Dollar Tree? Dollar and up tree is what it is. I dollar think so. and up tree. Uh, these stocks just, you know, stock making new all-time high. I never like to be short stocks making new all-time highs, but it's had a long run here. So 
and you are uh well, joel that 220 37 we have actually not made the all-time high back in april 220 big level holy dltr level of all levels joel super duper absolute resistance here maybe nothing's absolute 220 120 what do you think of that 120 37 from april uh we traded up to 123 in the pre-market so. yeah that don't count though now it's back down under 120 because that <laughs> okay. don't hit the that doesn't chart. count can it get uh, up above 120 in the regular session and break out to new all-time highs then it's interesting if that 120 holds be careful yeah i'd be uh i mean use that as a target and uh if it hits that keep on going how's the other ones there's dollar general yeah dollar general then i can throw big lots i throw big lots and oh big lots is sleepy I could get talked into big lots here. B.I.G., what do you think? Yeah. Retail's kind of turned it around. Wow. The, the big lots. Remember where they went wrong is they started to clean up their stores. And people like me don't like that. I like to go in there and, you know, yes. buy, the, buy the aspirin, you know, that's, you know, box that's all banged up because, you know, the aspirin's okay inside and you get like 50 cents off. So, I, I mean, that's where they kind of went wrong a little bit was trying to be like a little fancier stores when everybody kind of just want a discount and they like the the feel of the little rougher around the edges store. But I can get talk. I like, I kind of don't mind this big lots chart. You had the big move, you know, at the, and, at the, at the end of October, when we went from 44 up to 53. And now we've consolidated for a couple of days here and stopped going down right around a little 50% retracement, Joel. I'm kind of don't mind. Yeah. The big lots I mean, chart. you got a couple lows in the, in the same area. I mean, I, I don't mind that. I, I just want to, you know, it hasn't went. I Big's mean, going a, on my shopping list. I haven't ton, bought it. A ton Thank of you. monthly support. I mean, this was monthly support at the end of last year. Yeah. And it had a nice run in uh, nice run in January last year. Maybe this is one, uh, you know, maybe had some tax selling still going on a little bit. If anybody has any losses in anything. Uh, and now you're getting a little bit of a pop. 52 looks like a good number. A little trading range, maybe 48 to 52, but. Not yeah. looking bad on the chart. Yeah, I get talked. I could get talked into that one. I don't mind that shirt. All right. Uh one more before Tim Quick. Uh Oatly, O T L Y. This is your big loser of the day. Um earnings is what this is. They uh they're down fourteen uh, percent. Uh and I'll give you the numbers here. Uh, EPS it lost seven tenths per share, sales one seventy one versus hundred eighty five million dollar estimate, uh sales uh guidance for the year. Ooh. Six hundred thirty-five million versus six hundred and ninety-four million dollars. So they missed on their sales guidance and their sales for the last quarter. And this is your big loser of the morning here, OTLY. Beyond Beyond Meat Oatly Group. I mean, I guess the writing was on the wall here. So oat milk, meatless. True story. True story here. What do you got? Oh boy. So Emily bought some of this uh, oat milk, right? And she she left it at our house, and she said, or she tried it at our house, and she hated it. <laughs> and so we left it in the refrigerator, and I'm like, I was looking at it, and I, I I'll I'll try it, you know. So I tried it. I looked on it. The date was okay. It was horrible. <laughs> and then and then I poured it out in the sink, and I don't I don't want to tell you what the color looked like. I'm telling you, it not white. No, nah, nah, it wasn't white. It was off white. It was off. It white. was more like yellow. It was not good. So th- there, if I would have uh, 
taking the not the eyeball test but the taste bud test i mean it was absolutely horrible but uh you did make a low under ten dollars this is a new ipo uh a new all-time low so keep an eye on 980 that's your pre-market low i'm not a fan at all stocks making new all-time lows you gotta go, you gotta go. go. i want to talk lows. to tim about you don't want to own stocks making tesla. new all-time lows okay tim uh, market structure tesla let's do it We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming, I wish I'd used Indeed. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility all at Indeed.com P-R-E-P. Just go to Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tim Quas, good morning, sir. <laughs> good to see you guys. Happy Monday to you. And Spencer, I owe you an apology. I think I was uh, supposed to that's be with right. you on, on Friday. Yeah, that's and okay. I was in an aircraft at that moment. I, I figured because you didn't respond. I was like, ah, he's doing something. <laughs> indisposed or whatever so it's we, all good. we were uh, we were we were down catching the rolling stones and zach brown in atlanta along with oh. fifty thousand of our closest friends at nice. the mercedes Benz stones Stadium. are in town tonight are they they're, they're okay. the well, I'll tell you. yeah shoot it's wow up it, the rest of us have no excuse after watching uh mick jagger and and ronnie wood and keith richards uh, do do their thing for an hour and a half uh, you know, and they're, they're my mother's age. And here's Mick Jagger running down the stage. He's skipping. He's jumping around on one foot. It's crazy. How he's, old is he now? He just, Mick Jagger. 70, I think he's 78, 78 isn't he? Oh, 78 years old. What? Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. And he hasn't. Oh and he's, he's not pitchy. I mean, if you listen to his recordings in the 60s and uh, now they're all the same as identical. They have. It's. I was shocked at how good they were. So uh, that's what I was doing. And that was, uh, so the after effect and the aircraft, uh, bl- you know, blotted out any thought of uh, Friday Benzinga with the pilot. That's all right, Tim. Do you Tim. know why they sounded so good? Because it was because probably like, a, it was probably like a pre, uh, like a pre-recorded concert. <laughs> Come they on. Were just some- yeah, they do that stuff all the time, Dennis. Don't be naive. <laughs> no. But Zach Brown, I mean, that, that would have been great. To t- I love Zach Brown. We do too. This oh, is the third the time country. we've seen them. All right. Yeah. And Market structure. Well worth it. Plus, plus one other little, little, one other little tidbit because this is, yeah. 
this is it, the, 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 you know, two things come to mind and I'll proceed it with this. It's the, the, I love these sayings from the Proverbs, desire accomplished is sweet to the soul. And then George Carlin, hard work is for people short on talent. So that's been my motto. Uh, the, <laughs> the, but you, you know, the market structure edge was the big winner of best day trading software at the Benzinga FinTech Awards. Oh, so, congratulations. Uh, we, were, we, that was a, that was reason for champagne in Atlanta. We were, uh, we were delighted. It was because we, I'll tell you, we put our shoulder to that wheel to the best of our ability. And so thank you guys. And uh, thank the edge mob, hashtag edge mob for, for that. We're, we're, uh, we're delighted. To congratulations, Tim, on the win. Uh, Where are you, Tim? I am in Denver at the Go moment. Back to Denver. I'm in, I'm in the modern IR offices in Denver. Oh, oh yeah. you're back in the office. I am briefly. Yeah. Oh, then we're you're never in the office. You're always no. like mountains in the background. Exactly. I haven't been to Steamboat in weeks because we've been all over the place. And uh, we'll be in Boston this week, then in Sh Charleston, then in Austin, and finally back in Steamboat, I think, about December 8th. So uh, it's, we've got a bunch of ground to cover. Anyway. I heard Tesla. Is that what you guys? Yes. That's, that's what Joel wants to talk about. Okay. Let's, and I, I saw you were talking about Big Lots. Uh, you were talking about Oatly. Uh, let's see. Well, I, Joel wants to ask about Tesla, I think, because okay. we're wondering what it does to the market structure when you know you have a, a whale among whales in the market mm -hmm. with you. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, and it's, and it is informative. Uh, he, because you can, it's a, it's a great lesson on how the market works, the supply chain of the stock market. So this is market structure edge. And if you have the, all the, you folks who use it, you know, we talk about supply and demand all the time. So that's what we're looking at. We're looking at demand on the top supply on the bottom. I'll briefly explain that. If you, if you want to join along, go to marketstructureedge.com, hit request free trial, put your name and email in, and you can follow along. So what we're looking at is 30 trading days here for Tesla with demand, which is an algorithm that takes into account the various behaviors that drive, there are four big reasons people buy and sell stocks. The story, uh, the characteristics, the short-term prices, and its association with a derivative. That's really what it comes down to. Wow, so we, I've never heard that before, actually. I want to write that down. Did you say awesome. that again, Tim? Yeah, say yeah. that again. I've never heard that before. Okay, Four so reasons. people buy, buy, buy and sell stocks for the story, yeah. the characteristics, yeah. the short-term prices, and the association with the derivative. So that's puts and calls and swaps and co other contracts for difference. That is it. That's the summation of demand. And those things fluctuate. And it's why we pay attention to month end <laughs> and options expirations because those purposes fluctuate. And then the supply side in the stock market today is borrowed or created stock, short volume. So when, here's the interesting thing. So the, the, look what was happening to the supply side in Tesla right before the stock drop. So everybody, all the market makers probably for Elon Musk are already working this transaction. So they short the stock. So why? Because they can offset their risk. If they're a riskless principal, they're not going to front run the trade, but they can offload the risk associated with working the trade for Elon. And so they short the stock, the stock goes down and they cover their exposure. So short volume goes up to 
54% and then drops all the way down to 41%. What's a huge swing when you're talking about a stock that trades uh, at times 40, 40, 50 billion dollars a stock a day. It's a crazy amount. And then here's the demand side. So demand was still very strong at the same time. But when you have demand at the ceiling and supply rising, get out. It's one of the classic lessons of market structure. I look at it now and say, this isn't so bad. I don't think Tesla is about to fall apart. I think that equilibrium is very close here and probably sentiment turns. And so if you're watching that as a trader, you want to know when does demand begin to rise? And if supply remains low, the price is going to rise too. That's, it's that simple. Uh, so I think that that's how the market absorbed a massive known event. Elon Musk selling at least $7 billion of stock, and I bet he sold more than that. I bet, well, you know, he probably did, he probably did $10 billion, just like he said he would. And it's come out in pieces, but it all probably happened right here because that's how these transactions work. If Pfizer wants to uh, repurchase a bunch of stock, Goldman Sachs goes and buys $5 billion like that. And then it works. It's that process works its way through the market. Accelerator, accelerated share repurchase. And if, there is and, a and, delay. And Tim's correct. There's a delay yeah. on the filings. Obviously, when they hit the yeah. Friday sales, Spencer. Do we know that hit Friday night? Do we know when those sales? Just to to talk to his point, do yeah. we know when those sales actually occurred on Tesla? Let me, let, let me look. Let me check it out. Yeah. So it's Friday night is when it reported. It was, but yes, it was. No, it actually. The filing Actually, says the filing says Friday the date trade. So that one came out really fast. Was Friday. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That yep. one came out really but some but we, we know on the original one we didn't start seeing filings until Wednesday and it was right. on Monday. Right. So yep. it's they don't always hit that quick. That one did hit quick. We've we've looked at this in many literally scores of activist situations where you have a required 13D filing that details when you bought or sold things. And then we go look at the data and say, well, it's impossible. It had to happen before because the market couldn't absorb these things. And that that's okay. That's what, that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. That's how you use a prime broker to help you facilitate a transaction. Prime brokers are, are brokers who will provide a range of services, capital execution services and so on. And they're going to work that in a broad based fashion. And uh, then you report it, right? So these transactions occurred. Well, it, there's not a perfect match to those things, but you can see it, traders. You, you can see that stuff coming. If you see this event and there's news, you know that's time to go because it's good. It's already happened. You're going to see that divergence. That's so, the can thing I ask you a question for. here, Tim? Yeah. Why? I mean, why can't someone make a market? Like this is when I, like some, like Goldman or Morgan, or I won't mention any right. firms, like, They'll come in and they'll say, "Hey, I'll do this. I'll do everything at nine fifty, right? Everything. I'll clean you up. I mean, does he have to do it? And all of a sudden, you see this huge print, or it'll have to be like nine and a quarter, or something like Joel, that." Well, nobody's making a market on ten million shares of Tesla, <laughs> no. so there's no market maker that's going to absorb all that in one blow. So that works, yeah. When you're selling ten million dollars worth, not yeah. ten million times a thousand. No, no, there's uh, so that that's the math. Let's get Dennis. I'll do it at 800. (laughs) And then we'll work it out in the open market. Right, right. (laughs) Never leave our house again. So, Tim, bottom line on Tesla and the market structure, take us right back to our original question there. Obviously, you know, we've seen the demand or the the supply issue from Musk here. What is the market structure looking at now going forward? Well, here's the thing so demand is still falling. See that? 
This demand's yeah. returning to five. Yeah. But look at the, the supply side is also reverted at the same time. That suggests to me that we're very close to this, that somewhere around it's, it's at 5.4 now, I think. So that's still above that's still above the axis of five. We think of five, and we just normalized the supply demand to a 10-point scale. That's all we did. So we could have a very simple way. Human minds like the idea of tens, uh, that you know, anything above five is, is excess demand. It could stop at about, let's call it four, and then reverse and rise again. These conditions to me don't predict that Tesla goes to 800. I'm not seeing that in this data. I could be wrong, of course, but I look at that and say ahead in the next week, price turns, maybe even in less time than that. Remember, I, I options, turn too. Yeah, options expire Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week. VIX, index options, and then triple witching. Uh, so the, people are going to look at that. I would as a trader. If I had any kind of muscle, I'd say I'm buying calls. I'd start buying calls to move the price just so I can unload those calls by Friday. It's a possibility. And I think there's a setup for that. All right. Is there any, anything else on your radar for the week, Tim? Well, so I think in the same vein, we should talk about this great surge. And, and I tweeted this stuff Monday. I said, look at EV. You know, you look at the supply demand balance and the whole of EV. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you could look at cloud computing. You could look at communication services. All of those things indicated gains. Well, all of that's gone away, by the way. So cloud computing, if you're in cloud computing, time to be out. Communication services, still room because the demand side's still strong. Supply side's declining. EV, here's the interesting thing. I could just look at the overall portfolio. This is giving us the averages for the overall portfolio with 13 companies in it. Look at this. This is why EV surged. There was a massive departure between demand and supply. See how supply plunged and demand rose? Well, that portends a big surge. Now, sure, you could say this is the infrastructure bill. Yes, but you've got a great setup that will tell you that it's coming. Now, where is it? Well, the supply side's fine, but the demand side's done. So if you get out of your EV and wait for the next time. If, and if you've missed it, if you've missed the exit, just stay because that'll turn again. Uh, but that's that. Well, the story's not going enough. away. The CV story is not, story going, is not away. going away. <clears throat> no, and it's if you look at the, the top end of these, so look at, here's QuantumScape, Fisker, Nic Nicola, Lucid, Lordstown. They're all 10s, but look at their short volume. Save for Lordstown, shouldn't be in Lordstown. The rest of these, not bad. I mean, at 40% short, remember the S&P 500 is 43% short. So these EV stocks are still have a tighter supply chain than the broad market. And unless and until that changes, you know, the, the, I look at it and say there's still a good story in, in EV. Just don't expect the kind of 12, 13, 18% gains we saw. Can you, can you just explain one more time before you go? Because we talk this all the time. Yeah. Short volume, much different than short interest. Just uh, I'll let you explain your data there on short volume because you're talking about the actual trading of the market on a daily right. basis, not looking at, you know, what's being held short. Right. Short interest is a 1974 measure, and it has not <laughs> changed since then. They, so don't rely on a 1974 measure to tell you what to expect in 2021. Short volume is a 2009 measure created by FINRA to, uh, to measure the amount of trading volume coming from borrowed stock. And believe it or not, almost half the volume does. And yeah, so well, it's that, market makers. Exactly. Because of that, we've talked over and over and over about the association of, uh, between 
the market making exemption from the short locate rules and mean stocks happen in car. You can see it if the if the market makers are not creating stock and demand surges, what will happen to price? It will skyrocket until those things adjust. And you can see that coming. So that's what short volume is. Vital measure today. It's one of the things we're really keyed in on. You know, one of the things we've done with Edge is to say, here are the things you should find. The next step for us is for us to find it for you. Where are the divergences occurring between supply and demand that predict these outcomes? And we're, it, it's very predictable. It's not perfect. There's no perfect solution. But all we're doing is saying, this is how the market works, and you can take advantage of that. All right. Tim Quas joins us every single Monday from Market Structure Mondays. The link to his platform, Market Structure Edge, is up on the screen. It's also in the description. And uh, check back every Monday for this segment with Tim. Tim, always a pleasure to talk to you. Talk back to you guys. Next week. Good um, to see you. Hey, before we, before we run out of time today, I do want to talk about cannabis stocks briefly. Sure. Uh, I want to pull up a chart here of the MSOS Cannabis ETF. Um, and I just want to show you the volume. Okay? They really ran, ran. They really went. I just want to show you the volume. Uh, chat, does anybody happen to remember what happened to cannabis stocks as a whole around November 8th? You can see the volume there on my, on my chart. It just exploded. This is the U.S. cannabis um, ET, U.S. cannabis stocks ETF, right, uh, from, from Advisors to Shares. Does anyone in the chat remember what happened to cannabis stocks, to U.S. cannabis stocks specifically around November 8th? Something, something happened, and that it, it, it prompted this volume increase. No, not a Republican deal. Um, what was the catalyst? The catalyst was JP, so easy. J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan said, starting November 8th, we are not going to let our prime broker clients buy U.S. cannabis securities. That's what that was. Then, chat's all over the legalization thing. On top of that, you have the Republicans, the Republicans of all people, hijacking cannabis as their issue. Oh, screw the Democrats. We're going to drop our own bill to legalize cannabis. Boom. On top of that, you get earnings from last week, and we don't care about whether they're good or bad, we just care that they're over with. So we got or past earnings. We've got um, underlying demand because in people who literally want to buy U.S. cannabis stocks can only buy this one thing, this one security, MSOS. You've got the Republicans doing their thing to, to legalize cannabis. And what does this all come down to? Uh, a perfect storm here. For cannabis, for cannabis stocks. So well, and, just... and not to mention, they were massively oversold. Like, we looked yes. at cannabis a week ago and saying, it's sleepy, and they were oversold. I think it was maybe, like, I can't remember what day, but I can remember looking, you know, at Tilray and CGC yes. and saying, well, you're down here, and they've stopped going down for a few days, and they're massively oversold, so you could get a bit of a squeeze, and that's exactly what's occurring here in all of these stocks. Now, again, you're in stocks that typically selling the rip works very well in so you know where this party ends i don't know but am i coming in in a canopy growth and buying it now at 15 dollars and 68 cents when it was 11 dollars last week hell no you know that's a 40 percent move could it go to 16 could it go to 18 we don't never know where the top's going to be but you have you have an overhead supply issue just as we were talking with tim with that being said these stocks are massively oversold so if you get a dip 
then maybe you start to think about getting back in. From a long-term scale, they're massively oversold. On a very short-term scale, they're actually overbought now. So you want a dip to get back. If, you, if you're a believer in the pot story, I'm not. But if you are, you want a dip to get back in these things. I wouldn't be chasing them this morning. And, then, uh, and crypto morning shows, yes. Also, there's the tax loss harvesting aspect of this as well. Yeah, people. exactly. Yeah, That's going to come that, eventually. I was thinking about That's that early too. yet. Yeah. Uh, now, some people start early too. I mean, it all depends. You guys have a hard time finding losers in your portfolio. Uh, I'm just saying we haven't hit 16 bucks yet. Pre-market high comes in at 1590. Uh, there's a pair of highs right in that area. 16, right? 1592, 1599. So I don't know. I mean, it's there's two highs in the same area, but just looking at the monthly. I mean, if you're in this, like Dennis, you you said. I'm not coming in here and buying it in 1570. What if you're willing to risk down to the low of the move? You're going to think you're going to get 10, 20 points out of this. I don't think you're getting 10, 20 points out. If I thought there was 10, 20 points, I would buy it at 1570. I think there's a couple points possible. And I see, you know, I don't know when it's going to pull the rug out from under it because they seem to always pull the rug out from under it on these cannabis stocks. These so, things never stop. The story, the story to. has been cold for a while. It gets hot for a few days, and then all of a sudden, it goes ice cold again. So, I honestly think it's a rally to be sold. I'll try again, just going with the basic. I try to keep my trading simple. Stocks and uptrends. I'm buying dips. Stocks and downtrends. I'm selling rips. This is a stock in a clear line. I would agree downtrend. with you. You have a fifty percent or forty percent rally in CGC in a week. That is a rip to be sold. I would opinion. agree. I would agree with you for the Canadian name CGC Tilray. Yeah. Well, let's look at the problem. With most of the U.S. names aren't even. You know, GRWG hasn't even started going. Actually, and, so I know that looks better. I know, and I'm talking about MS, MSOS for certain people, certain institutions that want to buy. U.S. cannabis stocks, and they bang through J.P. Morgan. They can't. They literally can't. J.P. Morgan said, we're not going to let you. But there is an alternative. That's why there's, like, literally hundreds of millions of dollars flowing into MSOS in the last couple, last week or so, because there's no alternative. So MSOS is... That's just for J.P. Morgan clients, though. I know, but but these things things snowball. They're not as big as you think. But they snowball, is my point. So we're we're up from 25... To, uh, up to 32 and 33 now in the last uh what week and a half so yeah, yeah. So, so i will take the point again and say msos in a clear downtrend this is a nice huge rip we're talking about three you're right to your point spencer four seven points on 26 dollars stock 30 percent rally in a week and a half that is the definition of a rip i would sell it okay fine Sorry, I, I not a fan. I, I think, and you guys know I'm bullish, and I th- and and I think that all right. I think that I'll take the other side of that for the rest of this week. Oh, okay. I'll do a lunch bet for it. So MSOS thirty three, okay. okay, with thirty three right now. Yeah, I will take, and you've got the momentum going with you. That's the one thing you do have going with you. So I want to go out far. Yeah, no, 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 no. I can also <laughs> I'm not going like a box. Oh, this sounds, like this sounds like a swap. Thirty eight like binary swap. Thirty eight versus uh, twenty seven. I'll do that with you. So, oh, no, 33, 20. So, so 33, yeah, five up, five down. So they're 33, 28 versus 38, basically. Five That's up, I'm looking at. 28 by, by end of Friday's close? No, 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 no. 28 Just, versus yeah, 38 forever. Those don't end when you have a time like that. So 30, whatever hit first. So yeah, 38, I'm yeah. taking 28. You're taking yeah, 38. I'll take that. I'll take All right, that. we got a lunch bet. Yeah. If I lose, Joel owes you a lunch. because <laughs> Oh, you keep <laughs> saying that. Now that you I can't can. come to the country. Well, I yeah, can. you can. No, oh, you can. You yeah, can. You I got to come down there. I'm going to come see you guys eventually. All right, I'm writing this down. 
I'll write this down. He writes down, and, and you know what? I never write them down, so I forget I made the bets. I <laughs> These know. guys get me. So I don't right. remember it like two days from now that I made this bet, but I'm they'll let me know when I lose. <laughs> All right. Okay, here. Uh, oh, my gosh. We, we ran out of time. We, let's just do one from the chat. Let's do Shopify. Somebody asked about Shopify. What a move. Like a half hour ago. This stock um, has just been on absolute fire. That candle on Friday. Holy mackerel. This is your tech play in Canada. This is like the only Nord- tech play. It's like Nortel was in 1999 for Canada. Shopify is the tech stock of Canada. And, you know, obviously that's, you know, new all-time highs and stocks are making new all-time highs. You do not want to be short them. I would be a buyer of pullbacks in Shopify. Valuation is terrible. It's high, but it doesn't matter when the story is hot. So we don't even consider valuation this time. How do you know the story is hot? The stock's making a new all-time high. The story is hot. So I would be a buyer of pullbacks in Shopify. Am I chasing it up 175 points? No, but if you get a 50% retracement, which I love the 50% retracements, you know, stocks going waves, waves, waves. You're buying, you know, a stock clear up trend, gets you the dip. If it gives you a dip, a nine points is not much of a dip, but, you know, could there continue to go? I wouldn't want to be short it. Don't short stocks, make new all-time highs. Wow, this is a tough one. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll say like minor, like one-star resistance at uh, the much. close. It's sixteen sixty nine fifty two, and then maybe a one and a half star at uh, sixty four uh, sixteen seventy four seventy nine. I wish I was high. long. Six times the volume uh, of thir- of Friday on Friday from Thursday. So that uh, oh no, I was going to get like super bullish on this one because when it had this big green candle, it had two more like this. You know, two pretty good days. But this is like you're you're going into like new all time highs here. So you might see a little profit taking but you got two levels on the upside 69.52 and 74.79 and you got a little buyer here at 1660 i don't know if that's uh you know gonna hold up Twenty one thousand shares have traded so far all right it is 901 gonna say goodbye to uh joel i gotta hop to dennis and hello to live trading with benzinga which will start in a couple of minutes here after i wrap up today's show so As always, please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or trading advice. Thanks to our guest, Tim Quast. Reminder, marketstructureedge.com. Link in description. Link was on the screen before. It's literally just marketstructureedge.com. Benzinga Pro. Check that out if you haven't already. You can get a free two-week trial. Go to pro.benzinga.com. Last thing I want to plug for the day before I forget uh, is our next Benzinga Boot Camp is this Saturday. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to put the link in chat right now. You can go to BenzingaBootCamp.com to learn more. It is a, oh, where's my chat? There it is. It is a full day event, 9 to 5. We're having, let's see, who's speaking? Uh, Jake Wujasic from Trend Spider. We got Anne-Marie Band, Samantha Ledoux, Chris Capri, Mark Petrino. We've got a full day of education on trading, technicals, this Saturday, 9 to 5, BenzingaBootCamp.com. Check that out. All right. It is 9.02. We're going to wrap this up. Go over to live trading with Benzinga, myself, Mitch, Ryan Faluna, Zunaid, and uh, we'll hang out through the open. That's what we'll do. So uh, we'll see you guys over there, and uh, thanks for watching. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. 
news headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now! And we'll skyrocket your portfolio today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.